Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Ricky Anderson Podcast, the greatest of all podcasts, GUAP. After uh, only a couple of days, we had Casey Pratt on earlier this week, but now we got the boys from Last Dive Bar. <laughs> we got Brian Johansson and Paul Bailey, the dudes who made the Fans Fest happen, or one of the many dudes who made the Fans Fest happen, and my co-host, Hal Gordon. Hot dog! Hal's also <laughs> dressed like a possum for our audio only. So that's why you should go on YouTube to see Hal dresses a possum for the whole interview. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was dressed like a normal person, and the last dive bar guys they bought this possum costume for the for the freaking for the freaking uh, uh, fans fest and made me wear it. And we, I get on this call, and Brian's like, "Where's your possum costume? Put put that on. I bought that for you." Yeah, we didn't have to twist his arm that hard though. No, we didn't. <laughs> he just said the word possum, and how went running. Yeah, we said we got a possum Actually, costume and a thousand stickers. We bought we bought the possum costume without anybody in mind, and like eight seconds after we bought it, Brian's like, "How?" We're like, "Yeah, how? I don't even recognize you without the possum costume now." Now I recognize you. No brainer. <laughs> well, dudes, I, I just saw. Uh, so it's Thursday night, about six thirty on the West Coast, and I just saw John Shea just publish an article today, quoting you guys, and actually quoting your treasurer. Of course, you guys are in the headlines. You guys can't stay out of the headlines. I love it. Uh, be, <laughs> before we get into Fans Fest, we definitely want to talk about Fans Fest. Uh, but so. So word on the streets, uh, John Shea, or word on the streets is that there might be some resistance to your opening day boycott. They might try to kick you out or something or limit tailgating. What What's the deal? What have you heard? And where, where did that story kind of generate from, you know? Yeah, yeah. so we got, uh, so I got, you know, last time we got a DM over on Instagram and uh, a guy was claiming that uh, a good friend of his, who's a supervisor for the parking lot uh, for the A's, basically was communicated to that after the first pitch that they were to uh, clear out the parking lot. And so we talked back and forth on this. Cause I'm like, there's no way they can do that. You know, we, you know, uh, Todd in the 68s, you know, they got a uh, confirmation from the property management group, not J- JPA, but the property management group that, you know, um, that we can do this. We can just similar to like the reverse boycott. Right. Mm-hmm. And that we can do this. And so um, I emailed them. Like I like before Thanksgiving to ask. Them. <laughs> I was worried. Yeah, so we got hard confirmation from them that we could do this. So I was like a little skeptical about it, but but still, I mean, it it it, it reeks of like the Drake situation where you know it was it was you know oh we you know no we didn't you know we didn't do this and just them getting involved and getting meddling or trying to find out you know and trying to get information and stuff. And so, you know, we wouldn't put it past them that that there was some sort of communication um, that occurred, but we didn't know. And so, you know, like we do, we post it, you know what I mean? Because put it out there because the A's aren't going to openly communicate uh, to anybody. So we wanted to put it out there and force the hand and get confirmation from them whether it can or can't happen. And then very quickly, John Shea was on top of it. And uh Obviously, the A's came out and said, no, there's not going to be any efforts to stop the protest, stop people coming in. And so with that, 
party on. So you think it's good? You think there were? You think this? You actually gonna have no interference? I mean, you guys it sounds like you guys like went to the right sources and everything. Like you know, I don't think they. I don't think they could have done anything. I think. Okay, so my little conspiracy mind started spinning, right? And I think what they were trying to do is is low key put a little bit of a word out there that that would happen to keep people from coming. Like they can't yeah. really do anything, but they could, you know, say a little, say a little thing here, say a little thing there. Word gets around, and not so many people show up, and it makes us look like we fell flat on our face. I think I think that was kind of the end goal. Like they know they can't do anything. Yeah. So we basically got ahead of that. You know what I mean? We got ahead of that, and we're just like, yeah, oh, we no. did. You trying? You trying to play checkers and shit? <laughs> LDB, Oakland 68, we play Mahjong, we play chess, we play <laughs> we play backgammon, man. We play Monopoly on steroids. Like, Monopoly. I'm sorry, dude. I'm like, Monopoly. if you want to get this, if you want to get this kind of this leak or whatever going out there and 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 say that you, you know, oh, we're gonna be stopping people from coming in and trying to dissuade the public from being there. Nah, we're on top of that. We need an official statement from you guys, and we know how to get it. Dude, I love it. I dude, I love how you and the 68s are just like this season and just like throwing down. You're just like, nah. No, no yeah, you put yeah, you put on the gloves. What do we have to lose? What do we have to lose? What do we have to lose? Yeah, <laughs> they're already going. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like when Hulk Hogan teamed up with like uh what was that macho Fuck man yeah. and had to make numbers and shit. You know what I mean? Like you got you got now the two groups working together. We got a group text, we're on top of this shit, man. We I mean <laughs> they can't put anything they can't get anything past us or get ahead of us you know what i mean not, hell not yeah them. brother yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'm telling you man it's like it's it's their worst nightmare dude you got ldb and fucking oakland 68 all up in your ass like we this shit ain't gonna stop <laughs> and you Al, throw a possum the, in the mix don't forget the possum <laughs> i was gonna say hell what you got dude what you got Hal? <laughs> hey man i'm drinking i'm drinking an almanac Hey, big time fan what? fest sponsor. Huge fan fest sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what we do. Delicious. So what's the, uh, so what, I mean, are you guys back down to earth yet from fans fest or what? How are you feeling? Like, I mean, I know it's been what, four or five days or something like that. It probably seems like an eternity, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, how, I mean, what was you guys reaction to that? You know, I would love to hear from you guys. Amazing. You first, Paul. I still have I still have coworkers coming up to me at work who didn't go. They're like, I should have gone. I should have gone. Because I had one coworker who who went and he told our entire plant about it. <laughs> and so I'm having people come up to me and they're like, Man, I should have gone. I knew I should have gone. Uh this guy I work directly with, he's like, Man, why didn't you tell me it was gonna be so cool? And I was like, Bro, you just you just gotta just you just, just follow me and know. everything you will be know. all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Come to the boycott. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to convince him to come to the boycott, but I, I think he's working that night, uh, cause I'm off. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been really cool. I'm actually trying to springboard this into a new job. So like, you know, it's been pretty fucking sick. Uh, <laughs> and the, the crazy thing about it is I feel like this is kind of the beginning for like this year, I think is going to be really big for us. We've got some ideas. Obviously we have a big meeting coming up soon, uh, where we're going to really, nail stuff down but i think this is just our springboard it got us a big splash it got us attention it got us a lot of attention like our email is is full of people wanting to work with us now and i could just imagine what the 68 email looks like but uh 
That's we have amazing, a, we've dude. left a lot of people we've left a lot of people on red in our email like we haven't responded to a oh Ryan. wow celebrities yeah. wow yeah it's pretty great it's pretty great <laughs> dude i love it dude i freaking love it. i remember interviewing you guys right before you were about to start this thing too you're like oh we got something big in the we got something big in the plans and dude look at it now we're it's always amazing. we're always like that though we from the beginning we've always like thought what's what's the next thing we're gonna do what's next what's next what's next and like it seems like a lot of them like do really well or they just kind of like the astros thing just didn't happen um that's probably the biggest regret i have that did, that we weren't able to pull off but uh we're always constantly plotting and scheming and what was the astros thing what, what was that so in 2020 uh in 2020 we were gonna do the battle of the bang and we had like inflatable garbage cans and because the the <laughs> The Astros were gonna come. It was their on first game, opening day. First game yeah, back yeah. since the whole scandal and, and everything, right? And yeah. we had we had all these photoshops done. We were gonna do cheer cards and give cheer cards to everybody behind the Astros dugout. Um, we just had all these plans, and they just never came to fruition because of of COVID and everything. So the battle of the the battle of the bang was the first time I'd sort of like heard about you guys because. I wanted to want when I was vending, you know, because it was it was like opening night, right? Against yeah. the Astros. Yeah. So in 2020. So, you know, like I was just gonna bring, you know, I was just because I, you know, I'm walking around, I like to make noise. So instead of banging my hot dog thing, I was gonna bring a a, a small trash can. I'm sorry, Hal, I can't take you seriously. I can't. This is really <laughs> hard to do. This you got the tail flapping around, you got the hands. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go. Sorry, sorry. People listening to this on the podcast. People listening to this on the podcast are going to be real confused. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they made go me dress up like a furry for this conversation. I'm sorry, but uh, um, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, but like, I I wanted to get like, and I think I saw somewhere on social media one of your logos with the Trashros logos. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I I remember going on to WTF Brian dot com or whatever it was and i found that i bought a stick a big sticker because i want to put it on my trash can and uh and you guys not only you guys sent me that sticker you sent me a free shirt and, and like a message like whoa what up hell blah, blah, blah. and i was like oh this is sick we love your wieners <laughs> oh my god this is just getting like a nice so, story so I like so tonight i mean i don't know i can cut this out later if it's not cool but tonight you guys are doing some brainstorming with the 68s about opening day is that right is that cool we yes sir that? all right yeah yeah i, I mean, mean yeah we, we, we don't we know what you guys are going to talk about you don't know what you're going to talk about but uh but you guys got some yeah. plans in the works right i mean um... yeah yeah so we got i mean yeah i mean it's going to be i mean if anybody was at the reverse boycott anybody saw videos of the reverse boycott uh, the unite the bay i mean th this thing's going to be massive you know what i mean and so the expectation is there's going to be you know 15 20 000 people there hopefully more right and then it's going to just be massive so tonight's our first meeting um and so we're going to be acting like real quick on this and making some quick decisions because we got to start putting some marketing stuff out there and doing all that so a lot of the decisions will be made tonight um that will kind of get this ball rolling but yeah you can expect the unexpected and the expected you know what, what's on record right now is we've got five thousand that we'll be handing out uh i haven't talked to paul yet but i want to do an acrylic pin of the the official uh boycott tea that we got dropping tomorrow and so we want I, you know i want to do some acrylic pins paul so i hope you don't mind you know maybe we can 
mean, check. We can you know, debate that so, right now, I guess. Actually, yeah, let's just fucking do it. Like, yeah, I love so we want to do that. We just saw last time our business uh, in the. This is kind of this kind of how it goes. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like me this? or Brian like, messages right. the other person yeah. and goes, "What do you think of this?" He goes, "Yes, yes, yeah." yeah <laughs> but okay. I mean, it's gonna yeah, be in the same. It. You know, it's gonna be in the same spot that it was last time. Uh, we'll have you know massive setup. We'll have our booth out there. Me and Paul, we got we uh, we're doing games, so we got NorCal Nodders. He's gonna be making this. Uh, this this thing where you know the, the little clowns that you throw at the throw the ball at and you knock down the clowns so yeah, we're going to yeah, basically yeah. have one of those so where <laughs> you can come up play the game you knock, knock down one you get a, you get a calendar you knock down two you get uh, a calendar and a pin you knock down like all of them then you're going to get a cowbell right so we're going to um, have some yeah. giveaways we're going to have tons of giveaway stuff at our booth um any leftover fan fest buttons that are currently on our website uh, we'll be giving out the fan fest buttons. We'll have we'll have a little additional uh, giveaway. Um, we'll have a little additional giveaway with the pins and stuff like that. So there's just going to be so much stuff for like fans in attendance, and and the goal is to keep everybody entertained the entire duration of the game to where there's no temptation to want to even enter the game. Right? There's going to be live music. There's going to be food. There, there's going to be like I said, games, um, giveaways. So I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be on the radio be, too, right? Like you're going to be able to. I mean, I'm sure people are going to be blasting out of their cars too, right? Or do you know? Do you not even yeah, want people to so listen to the game or what? Like, what do you? What, like, yeah. So we're going to oh, talk yeah. about that because I mean, there are there are some people that like. I mean, opening days. Like this is the first opening day, yeah. and I don't know 20, 20 something years that I haven't been to. So it's like you know, some people want the opportunity to listen to the game, watch the game. So we'll have you know certain options that we'll we'll have to discuss tonight and everything. But yeah, definitely like everybody's going to be tailgating around the entire parking lot. So, I mean, just, it's going to be like, a, it's going to be like burning man there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to be, ma- it's going to be massive. Dude. I hope not. I hope Every it's not like burning man. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. And I know people are like, Oh, but then you got to pay for parking and give John Fisher money. Who gives a shit? Pay, pay it. Come party. This is going to be epic. If you feel bad about that, then triple what you paid on parking and get that to schools over stadiums. You know what I mean? So like, if you feel so bad about giving John Fisher money, then triple that up and, 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 you know, put money towards stopping the money that he would be getting in Las Vegas. You know what I mean? So, you know, actually I'm going crazy. I'm like, dude, what if we raise a million dollars to stop $380 million? Like, what if we did that as fans? Like how, how insane would that be? (laughs) Raise a million dollars on one night and boom, gets on the ballot like that. (laughs) Like, That'd be crazy. It'd be crazy, you know. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I know so now the finite... stage is going to be out there again. So yeah, they'll be out there in the parking lot. Yeah, well, but like the details and everything like that. Like we'll we'll put out all that stuff, just like reverse boycott. How we put out the map, uh, instructions and stuff like that. Uh, and we'll, you know, obviously we'll set up some stuff with like, you know, when you get your flag, okay, then, you know, shit, you know, who knows? We'll have like some chant or something, and you fly all the flags like. Get some drone shots of that. Well, yeah. You know, How, how's that deal? Was for the fifth inning. Everybody honks on their horns and shit like that. Instead of a moment yeah, of standing yeah, exactly. up, like everybody. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like let's say like two thousand or less people go into opening day. Like imagine the parking lot, twenty thousand people honking their horn, waving their <laughs> cell flags, right? And and then you, <laughs> inside, you, you know, like you know, the news organizations are going to have their helicopters. Gabe calling, you know. Gabe's calling, Gabe's calling oh, yeah. me right now. Yeah, he's, he's calling me I'm too, gonna, man. I'm answer the phone. And he's gonna be like, "Hey, I got a question for you." That's how he always. Yeah. Says. Put him on speaker. <laughs> put, him, 
Put them on. Hey, Gabe. Hey, what's up, Paul? What's going on? Not much. Um, I'm just now finally getting around to finishing the video. I'm hoping to post it tomorrow, but Okay. I gotta, I gotta like go through some stuff. It's Yeah. a really long one. It's a really It's a really long video. long one. Yeah, it's a long one, and also, That's what um, she said, Gabe. uh, that's what that's what she said, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, so let him know he's on a podcast. <laughs> hey, Gabe, you're not on a podcast right now, okay? Brian and I, Brian and I are on a podcast right now. You're on a podcast. Like, like Say literally, hi, everybody. right? What's up, Gabe? You're on the Ricky. You're on the Ricky. The Ricky blog. No, you're good. You're good. Welcome to the pod. What are you doing right now? Yeah. Did you, have, did you have fun at Did you have fun at Fans Fest? Tell me, tell me more about Fans Fest. Oh, it was it was amazing. Wasn't you know? it? I mean, uh, if you saw me, I was running around. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw you. Camera. Mm -hmm. I was doing. I was making a video and also uh, doing a live stream. Oh, really? Uh, tell me more yeah. about that. How many? How many Gabe, viewers? Gabe, what did you can get we there? expect from this video? Gabe, what uh, can we? Gabe, how wants to know what we can expect from this video? Mm -hmm. um, it's not like my other one. That usually it's me walking around and showing off my experience, but mm -hmm. in this video, really, because I was doing a, a live stream and this video, it's uh, it's not really like that. It's kind of just more, in a way, kind of showing off the, the 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 sounds of Fans Fest in a in a sense. All right. Hey, what was your uh, what was your what was your favorite part of Fans Fest? Um, dang, I would say when uh when I when I met Dave Cavill. Yes. Yes. That was all me, everybody. That yeah, was all me. That was good. That, that was, was all me. Good. Okay. Sorry. Hey, I, I picked the actor. I picked the actor. You did. You did. But the render, the render, boys. The render. <laughs> the render. I would say the fucking castle. Yeah, the castle killed me. I don't know if I can say this because you guys are on a podcast. You can say you anything you want. Anything you want. You guys have to bleep it out. The day before Fan Fest, and I'll share this in my video, is uh, Grant Balfour wrote "fuck" on my ball. <gasps> Grant Balfour <laughs> wrote "fuck." That's a, that's on your, yeah, he did. On your what? He did. On your. You heard it here first. On his baseball. on his baseball. On his baseball. baseball. Oh, his baseball. his baseball. Oh, I thought <laughs> yeah. The night before, the night before we had a private hell? signing. The night before we had a private <laughs> signing at the hotel. Think Grant Balfour is. And Gabe, Gabe, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you, you had him sign the wrong part of the ball or wrong section of the ball. It was meant for Grant Balfour. And because I was filming, I asked Rob if he can get Balfour to sign it. Fucking and Rob. Coco came over to sign his stuff first. And Rob accidentally grouped it in with Coco stuff. And Coco didn't even see it. And he signed it on the sweet spot. Okay. And then Rob noticed it afterwards and was like, oh, shoot, my bad. And, I was, and at first I was like, I was kind of bothered by it. But then I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter because I'm not selling it. It's going to be in my collection. So. I just said whatever. Like uh, I already bought the ball. Like Coco's on it. I might as well just have Balfour sign it anyway. And uh, I had, you know, I turned it so uh, uh, Balfour wouldn't see it. And yeah, he kind of he just was like, "What the fuck? Why did Coco sign it?" And I had to explain to him what happened. And then Rob was in the middle of having him sign other stuff, and he asked him if he could write "fuck" on his jersey. So then he ended up. I was like. Might as well. Can you put fuck on my baseball? And so he wrote fuck on the baseball. Yeah, I I, I saw it. It's pretty cool too. Because he did like he did like uh, uh quote signs around it too. It's pretty. 
Dude, I gave, I gave. Can can you guys can you guys tell us a bit more about how um, maybe maybe you should go on mute and talk to uh, finish your phone call. So, else, Brian, can you tell us more about how you guys found the fake Dave Cavill and how that that happened? Because I so, know it was Paul, Paul. Paul wanted that for the longest time. Oh yeah, yeah Paul like, was Paul. saying like we should have ten Dave Cavills, but like, <laughs> but that one Dave Cavill. Yeah, was, hilarious. So, so how did that come together? So I don't know if we had the if if I had like if the rally possum idea came first or Cavill. I, I don't know which one came first, but right off the bat, like I was like, okay, we need mascots there. Let's let's have the rally possum there. So we were like, you know, looking for the costumes, and they were horrible. Until I found that one, right? And I was like, this is great, especially with Hal in it. It got his face animated. It's all good. So we got that. But then, like, Dave Cavill, like, that was that was Paul's idea from the get. Like, he's like, oh, if we had fake Dave Cavill walking around just saying stupid shit. And so the minute we kind of, like, decided, like, how we wanted the character to be, like, what type of Dave Cavill, uh, I knew, like, it hit me like one day I was like, Oh shit, I got the perfect person. Steven Babb, you know, he's done, he's done like radio, like podcast stuff before he was really good behind the mic, quick witted. And then he kind of looks like him, even though like a better looking version of Dave Cavill. Right. <laughs> and then, and then I knew he, he did acting and stuff. So I was like, Oh shit. I'm like, this is, this is a no brainer. And so I pitched the idea to uh, Steven and Steven was like, oh, hell yeah. I was like, you got a suit? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go get it altered and everything. So he got it altered. He went out and got the, the green and yellow tie. And then we, you know, me and Paul says like, dude, let's have him pass out stickers, right? So obviously, Hal, you got the the uh, Summer of Boycott Rally Possum sticker. I want to ask and then about he got Summer of Boycott for sure. I mean, I love yeah, it already. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it's Yeah, and then, uh, and then, the and then yeah, so, yeah, Cavill, Cavill had um, – Cavill had the Dave Occhio little Pinocchio stickers that he was passing out. And just like every time he'd say that, hey, you want a sticker? I was just like, oh, my God. And he was giving them to foul territory and he was just giving them to everybody. And like Hal was giving this uh, the little mi middle finger uh, boycott stickers to kids and shit. And it was, just, <laughs> it was so I, fucking funny. I it was like kept walking yeah. away. I kept walking away before parents could see what was on the sticker. So you guys, you know, you guys were just like you know, putting, you know, like, hey, we're going to have Hal, we're going to give him these stickers, we're going to give him this goofy outfit. And meanwhile, I was out there, like, being, like, you know, <laughs> I was getting my cotton candy machine fixed. Uh, You know, I was, like, messaging tons of people on the internet, hey, can you help me fix this cotton candy machine from the 1970s? Uh, So I got a fix, I made a shit, shit ton of cotton candy, but then I also had all these free stickers, right? And kids love stickers, and they love <laughs> cotton candy, and it's, you know, it's like a little cartoon of a little animal people were loving it uh and i like kept forgetting that the cartoon is flipping the bird <laughs> in fact there's somebody on twitter posted just like an hour or two ago this picture this like video of their like couldn't be more than three-year-old kid who was just crying he says, oh, and he had the sticker he said i want to see this guy again because he just wanted the cotton candy Aww. again <laughs> but he's holding up a sticker with flipping the bird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, see, and that, that's that's the thing that's so cool and like that's so amazing, right? And like you heard like Scott Braun talking on Foul Territory about this is like the attention to detail of Fans Fest was like 
just executed to perfection, right? All those little things, like Hal made sure he got that cotton candy machine working so he could so he could walk around. So you got people passing out cotton candy, stickers, fake Dave Cavill, the the banners that were everywhere. We made sure we had banners and 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 sponsor um sponsored posters there, throughout the event. You got the player in your views? Yeah, like that must have dude, been players and not I only that, but like guys, legendary. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. You know, ask and you. then the, and then the the Johns, right? We had the Johns, um, uh, Paul's Paul's idea. Did you see the right? the video I took of me just busting yeah, out yeah. one? And going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like and then just like uh, yeah, there's so many so many things, and like you know, Melissa Lockard, when she was on foul territory, she she said it perfectly. She said like the reason why this is so much better, and people consider this the greatest fan fest they've ever been to. Is because the people that are throwing it know exactly what they want because we are them. You know what I mean? And it's not some like cheesy, contrived marketing yeah. group. Yeah, like, and oh, let's have a meeting was... about this. Or yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, no, it's it, you guys. You guys made it happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so genuine and it was so like um just perfect, right? And all the vendors and stuff that we had there was like, oh my God, this the memorabilia is like we, you know, we had we worked tons of shows with these guys, and so we know exactly like who we need there. And like you had everything from like game use patches from uh, Steve Sale, he was the ex stitch guy with the Oakland A's. Like he was selling all that stuff. Cool. Yeah, and then call things, uh, you know, Mike and and Carlos. Like they have amazing memorabilia. You got Rob's bobbleheads. You got Guy Slowinski, the, the resident artist. Yeah, you have Steve O custom cards there. You have you know Guy Slowinski, the artist. He's there. And then there's just so many additional vendors. Uh, you know, we had Andy Dolich there, like the ex, you know, executive of the A's. He was there, you know, signing Sign his books. book and everything. Yeah. Brian, I walked, I remember at the end of Fans Fest, I walked around with you. Like, you know, this was like after four oh. o'clock, people were done. You still had yes. some buttons. So you were just handing out buttons to some yeah. of the vendors. And you were mm -hmm. asking them how they did, and uh, what did they what did they tell to you? Like I remember, what, what did they say to you at the end of fans fest? What did the vendors say to you? Yeah, so there was a couple things that really stood out. What they said, right? One, they said this is the greatest event they've ever been at. Like from just a uh, uh, just the feeling they got, the atmosphere, the vibe, everything. It was it was the best thing they've ever been a part of. And the second thing is, it was the best event financially that they've ever done. Like almost every vendor sold out of everything. We had a vendor almost sell out twice. Like the lemonade group that was there, they had to go stop buy lemons just so they can continue on with the event. Um, we uh, we conveniently uh, put FanFest only two blocks from the uh, the restaurant supply store. So that was <laughs> I, I know that restaurant supply store. I bought I bought cut onions and uh, and sauerkraut there many a time. On they the got lemons. Concert. They got lemons over there. Yeah, they, they definitely got lemons, got lemons there. No <laughs> worry. Yeah. And so that's why, like, like what Paul was saying earlier, like so many people have reached back out to us because they want to be involved in events coming up like throughout the year, because now they know the type of uh, like reception they're going to get when they go there and just how much like love all the fans show these vendors. They're like, dude, we want to be a part of this. Like we got to keep continue doing this. And the great thing is, is a lot of these vendors and stuff after the fact started getting business as a result, like Marquis products He's been he's been printing up banners, the uh, fan fest banner, like making sales from that. And then, um, 
Dude, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Community. I remember that's amazing. That's we found amazing. Him, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we found him because I was trying to see if some sucker would give us a free stage or something. So I put yes. a picture of an old fans fest, you know, when they, uh, you know, John London Square, when the A's ran it, you know, which had a huge stage with huge audio and big old banners and nobody gave me a free stage, but he messaged me at the bottom. He goes, I don't have a stage, but I can make you as many banners as you want. So he's, and he did. What's his name again? And and where's he uh, from? Nick. So that's says so, so that's Nick with Mark East Products. They're up there in the like border. What is it? Border of Lodi, Stockton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think it's Stockton or something. Yeah. So they he did. Oh, you're 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 muted, Paul. You're mute. Yeah. No, he's. I don't know what happened. Maybe I was muted. So <laughs> he's he's from Stockton. He's in his office is in downtown Stockton, and, and uh, so. Since I'm in Stockton, it was my job to go over and get the fucking banners, right? So I go over there and I start talking to the guy, and him and I turns out we're both from the same small town in in the foothills of California. We both graduated from the same high school. Oh you know, wow! So it was like wow, and like he was like playing golf or was on the golf team with like you know my favorite teacher, and it was like his same Mister. Shout out Mister. Beeler, Mister. Beeler, shout out. <laughs> Mr. B. Mr. Beeler's still driving that old raggedy Rav Four too, apparently. So he hasn't changed his car in fucking twenty years. But it was just kind of wild. I was like, bro, like when he told me this, I was like, did you fucking stalk me? Like this is fucking creepy, bro. Like, <laughs> like are you sure? But yeah, it was kind of wild. So like Nick and I are like besties now. Sorry, Brian. Yeah. What, no, no, you're good. Um, dude, one one more yeah, thing no, I want like to talk that. about too is that you mentioned Rob Roberts. Like, dude, he did such an incredible job with those bobbleheads and and like the the see the players' reactions and everything. Like, shout out NorCal yeah. Notter, thirty three customs. Follow, give him a follow. He, his, I I've never uh, seen cooler bobbleheads in my life. Like, I'm not even joking. He makes the coolest bobbleheads you've ever seen. You know, and, no, they're the and, best. And Stevo, I want to get I want to point out Stevo because Stevo's cards, right? Uh. He was going to do another show the next day on Sunday. Oh, yeah. He sold out so many of his cards. He didn't have enough cards to do the show the next day. That's like, good. that's how good. That's, that's how good. good of an event this was for him. So his yeah, dad guys, was like so pumped. Guy Slowinski said this was the, yeah, the best, best event, event financially he's ever worked. Good for God. He deserves some love, man. We got to yeah, get a guy on the podcast, too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in, if you're in, Oh, so before you go, you know, no, like keep, if you're keep talking if, about guy, no, no, no. I was saying if you're an A's fandom, right? Like scroll down on our Instagram to find that the the sponsor banner. You need a, a service. You need something like provided like to you or something like that. Go look up one of the sponsors and give your business to them. You know what I mean? Say, hey, you were at FanFest. You gave back to to me as a fan, and like you know, Cruise Plumbing, yo. Take my money. They were like our first, uh, our first sponsor. Yeah, you go up. Uh, you already see it, like with the uh, with the Treehouse Cafe. People are like, "I'm driving up there just to go have a cup of coffee." Yep. Like, if you're going to Tahoe, stop at cat at the Treehouse Cafe and and, and go you, get. If you go to the Treehouse Cafe, take a look around because you may you might find a how how the hot dog guy card. Somewhere around there, you know, just keep oh. your eyes open. Yeah, we ended up sending him like, uh, we sent him, um, it's in a poster, a dive, right? Die bar poster, yeah. And so, um, yeah, so, so we, they we can have a die bar poster too. there, sick, yeah. 
Yeah, so he's you know they're right by they're right by uh, uh, John Fisher owns a house like right in Kings uh, in King City right there or whatever it is Kings Beach. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? That you know that's what I like. That's what I'm hoping like happens with this event is a lot of the 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 organizations and the groups that were there continue to get business from the very fans that were you know uh, a patron of their booth or something like that and and. You know, I think moving forward when we do these events and stuff, I think that's a cool thing. Everybody gets information about the vendors that are there and continue to use their services, their products, uh, give them business and and just help support the local community. You know what I mean? And, and just this will be everything just part of this community is about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want to I want to ask uh, I want to ask you too. you guys. So you guys were uh, instrumental in getting all the players. Um, uh what did the players think? Oh man, so so Coco, uh, I I text back and forth like the day after, like after he left, made sure everybody got home safe and everything like that. But uh, like Ben Grieve, man, Ben Grieve was like, dude, he's been loving it. He's been loving all the stuff. Like he's like now like reinvested into what's going on. Hell Same thing yeah. with Balfour. Balfour's like adding all the pictures that we tag him that people will tag us. And then when I repost the picture with the fan fest background, then I basically tag Grant. So he sees it, but he shit, he's been reposting it onto his story and everything like that on IG. And just like, it, it keeps texting me and Rob and just like, they're just blown away with, with basically how magical that whole event was. And uh, there's just such a good feeling that they got from being there. And, and yeah, and, and they're extending themselves to us like saying, Hey, you got something else, you know, in the pipeline later on in the year or something, call me. And if I'm free, I'm coming. Hell yeah. That's the, amazing, um, dude. You know, I, I can imagine too, that, you know, there's, there's a part of this, of the the Oakland A's ceasing to exist that is especially painful I think for some of the players right you know where you know if you're if you're Grant for or something you know you're not you're not you're not making the hall of fame you know you're not you're not getting your jersey retired anywhere but you know as long as the Oakland A's exist there's you know the chance you know every few years that they'll invite you back and you'll come out you know at the stadium and 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 uh you know and, and dude but and, that clip's uh, never gonna die that clip of game 162 is never gonna die right like, right you know, that, that'll never that. die like, that'll, that'll yeah, never yeah. die but yeah. i think that that's why he's you know that why he's so excited that, that yeah. this community and especially that people like you guys have worked so hard to keep this community going why he'd be so excited you know i remember i uh, worked uh for a few years as a vendor uh at uh, the for the Washington Nationals, and you know, I remember being there and seeing there was this one small place between the second and third upper deck, where they had uh, you know the number the retired numbers from the Montreal um, Expos, uh, you know, Gary Carter, Andre Dawson, um, maybe a couple others. But I just remember kind of thinking like you know, shit, like if you're Gary Carter, you're in the Hall of Fame, you have a Montreal Expos hat on, you got no place to go back to. I mean, I guess like hockey games, right? But like, but there's no, you know, there's no Expos old timer games to go back to. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think probably this was really meaningful to these players too, because 
they realized, oh, this community is still going to be around. You know, I can still connect with this community and stuff. And uh, and yeah. So that, yeah, my like head spinning with all these things popping into my head. But so one funny thing um, before I touch on a couple of other things is uh, like Coco was funny because I was picking up Coco from the airport on Friday. Right. And like he's like, hey, you know, what car are you going to be in? I'm like, oh, dude, white truck, bald head, tall and incredibly handsome. And he didn't respond. And I'm like, uh-oh. And then, so I pick him and his significant other up, uh, Tika. What's up, Tika? And, uh, and so I pick him up. He gets in the car and he's just kind of like this. Like, I'm sitting over here and he's like this. Every time I talk, he's just going like this. Like, give me the side eye like that. And I'm like, man, what? I'm like, fuck. Oh, I never you're said like, that, oh, right? you're hella nervous or whatever. Yeah. And so it turned out he had, a, uh, he had a kink in his neck and he couldn't turn his head left. So... <laughs> The whole time I thought like, oh, damn, I messed up with Coco. He's thinking like, what event am I walking into, right? But one thing that all the players said, right, um, is that they didn't know what to expect going into this. Like a fan right. fest led by Last Dive Bar and the Oakland 68s. They're like, what the fuck is this, right? It's a big And then so a lot, of them, a lot of them were in shock with like how massive it turned out to be, how perfectly executed it was how on schedule everything you guys was. were organized as hell huh yeah that, very that, organized that, grant grant Unbe said we were organized and and to me that was the biggest compliment he could have given us yeah and then the other thing is um is you know the a's haven't done a fan fest three years right going on like fourth year right yeah, yeah. 2019 yeah, yeah and, but with right that covid 2020 yeah, but with that, they haven't done a lot of the things they used to do as far as like fan engagement and getting the players out, getting the past players out and having all those meet and greets and those private things. So they haven't yeah. done a lot. So fans have been yearning for attention. They've been yearning for love. They've been yearning for this shit. So the way that Fan Fest was offered to them, like they were just just blown away with it to where like their emotions were just coming out all day long. And so you saw that and the players saw that the players felt that. And so that made him like, you know, that much more special. You know what I mean? Because the fans were yearning for this shit. They deserved it. And it was like, they finally got what they deserved. You know what I mean? Dude, and that's, that was, cannot, that was I cool cannot, to sit back and watch that. Cause dude, I, well, I was, was up on the balcony. Yeah. It was Paul cool was taking pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I had a kind of a like a an interesting uh vantage point of Fans Fest where like um where I was kind of on a lot of text messages watching you guys do a lot of work <laughs> and not doing much work. And I have to say, when you're saying like, oh my God, you know, the fans were yearning for this, you know, the fans deserve this, like from the bottom of my heart, and I know from the bottom of at least 10,000 fans' hearts. Like, what you guys put in, like, the incredible amount of work that you guys put in was so meaningful to people. Like, you know, it It felt like, it felt like we're a normal, you know, it felt like we're a normal fan group, man. It was great. You guys, uh, you guys. It looked really it. cool. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm in Mexico, and I, I was just looking on social media and stuff, and I was like, damn. It was the first time in five months I was like, I actually want to be back home right now. Like, this would be kind of cool to go yeah, to. You yeah, know? FOMO. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but I can't well, wait you know, for it, opening it's day. Like, yeah, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, because, I mean, like, what we do with Last Dive Bar, it's like, what we try to do is is take our personalities out of Last Dive Bar, right? And just show a lot of the imagery, show a lot of the fandom, show a lot of the Coliseum. 
and basically be a mirror, right, to where the, the consumer is looking at Last Eyebar and seeing a reflection. That reflection is their experiences at the Coliseum, their experiences with their family watching baseball, their experiences with the players and their personal stories. And so they see that one shot of this portion of the Coliseum and it reminds them of something. Uh, and so like FanFest was a labor of love from people that love the A's and love the Coliseum so much, right? And love the I know trust. it was a celebration. Love the, love the yeah, Coliseum the trust. trust. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know it was a celebration. Yeah, it was a celebration of Oakland sports. But I mean, you know, 90% of the people there were were, were there because of the A's, right? Mm-hmm. And so this was really like a, uh, uh, a coming out party for all, like, you know, like the ballers, especially. This is the first time they were re- exposed to the public on this large scale and stuff like that. So seeing people light up to see the ballers and, and, and talking with them and, and, you know. Oh shit. Did we lose them? Did I lose you? Am I still here? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that was, um, that, that was, that was huge. Right. And then having the president of the roots and the and soul there speaking with everybody, I mean, those ports, the ports were there and had they had splash they had their general managing partner there like it was very important for all these people involved and you could tell and you and 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 so i i appreciate that and and even like the bay area panthers who used to be in oakland they came all the way up and donated all these jerseys for the silent auction and stuff like that and so not only us but all the vendors and the sports teams and and community partners that were there they put a lot of time and effort into their presence there and it showed right every booth looked amazing and so, um, but yeah, yeah, I get really emotional, like looking back at it and just hearing like the effect that it had on people. Like people were just like, this is one of the greatest moments I've ever had Hell being, yeah, guys. Uh, Hell yeah. being, a, being I, a fan. That's what I kept hearing. It's the best fan fest they've ever been to. That's, yeah. you know, for being our very Absolutely. first one, pulling yeah. it right out of our ass and like <laughs> getting it done. Uh, oh, the, the one thing, the one thing I can really, I really want to take away from this with the players, right. Is if we do this again next year, like we have got, you know, players in our pockets as like references. Yeah. Right. Cause like we might, we might reach out to some player and then we're like, Oh fuck it. Who the fuck are these like, guys? No, right? but talk to Coco. Right? Yeah. Talk to yeah. Coco. Go talk right. to Coco. Yeah, go, yeah, talk yeah. To go talk to Coco. Yeah. 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 Go talk, go talk got... to Billy North who loves us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they got and even that, Billy North, the players, man, is, he, is he made it there, rolled rolled himself out there. Even yeah. though I mean, he was uh, you know he was hurting because he's you know yeah. it was Mike he Norris. even made the effort. Or was Mike yeah, Norris. Mike Norris. Mike yeah. Norris sorry. No, but we like we all these guys, right? Mike Norris, you know, he lives close, so he 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 drove, but well, I, he somebody drove him. So um, all the players, we got them round trip first class flights, right? So I worked with all the players to schedule their flights and make sure they had the preferred air, you know, airline that they they like. I didn't just do south. None of them got Southwest. They all flew their preferred flight. I got them all first class. I asked them, do you want a window seat? You want an aisle seat? So like all the details of that were lined up. All the 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 official hotel, right? Of Fan Fest, the waterfront at the beautiful Jack London Square. So shout they out, shout out the hotel. They hooked it up. They were good yeah, to us. So they made sure nobody paid. So we had unlimited access to uh um the valet. All rooms were upgraded. I mean, it was flawless. The the night before we had the private signing, we had everything catered for them. LDB picked up that tab. So they all had a, a nice spread of like different pizzas and chips and cookies and drinks. 
and water and be, you know, beer if they wanted only, only Billy North wanted beer, but you know what I mean? And so all that, all the tables were had tablecloths over and we went in there and put the fan fest, you know, thing on there and displayed all the items. I mean, it was, it was flawless. It was flawless. And, um, and then that pri ultimate privacy, nobody was, you know, we didn't leak that they were all staying there. So you had no graphers hanging out. Let we me had, draw we had right. one guy, we had one guy and his kid like randomly walk in. I don't know if you were there for this, Brian, you might've been out. You might've been getting Billy North during this. Like we had this one oh. guy who just like walked in with his kid and they're like over there, like checking out Rob's bobbleheads oh, and wow. Gabe is standing right next to me. And he's like, who's that? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. And so I go over there and go, Hey, what's up? And he goes, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a private event, man. You gotta, you gotta go. And he goes, oh, okay. And he gets this kid and he leaves. Yeah. But I was just like, wow, this one rando guy. <laughs> well, well, now yeah, that you shouted out the Waterfront Hotel next year yeah. when you guys do this again, you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Well, you know, we'll, you know, well, I don't know. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, do, we'll do it differently. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, like you were mentioning earlier um, about the bobblehead. I'll say like, what one one player. I, I I remember hearing this. Our our good friend uh uh Trevor May, I think mm -hmm. he called he called you guys up or, or the 68s up and, and asked, is that is that flight refundable? Oh yeah. And yeah, he yeah. said he said yes. He goes, Okay, good. I want to pay for my flight. So that yeah, yeah that Trevor was May, baby. Trevor May was wanted to be there. He was like, yeah, he was yeah. like, No, 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 don't pay for my flight. I'm paying for my flight because I want to be there. Shout yeah. out Trevor May. Dude, I was just thinking about Trevor May. He was only there for one season, but like he's putting himself into this unique territory. Like he came to it was Oakland he, because he wanted to play for the fans. Then he got was to connect the with them there. Like I, I think it's really cool what Trevor May is doing, man. We gotta have him on the pod. We gotta get Trevor on the pod. Yeah. It was the only autograph that I uh that I got. I I, I forced my way to the front of the line, got my uh my reverse <laughs> boycott thing signed by uh yeah, I didn't get any cool. autographs. That's pretty cool, man. I got Scott Braun's autograph, right? Because that was like how we we how we got foul territory to come out. Like I was like, man, I'm gonna get him to sign the vest. So I had his, but then the morning, Sunday morning, Coco, uh, when we were uh, getting him a car to <laughs> go to the airport, uh, he signed my vest because I was like, oh shit, let me just at least get one signature, right? And so, uh, but yeah, no, but going back to the bobbleheads, like. You know, you know me, I, I throw Rob out there to anybody. I'm like, yo, I, we can make, LDB can make you a bobblehead. And I don't even ask Rob, because I know he's, <laughs> I know he's down, right? And, and so, like, literally, he was on it. I think Ben Grieve was the first one, right? Because Ben Grieve and him are friends. And so, um, made him a bobblehead. So then the, when we landed Coco, like, there wasn't much time before FanFest. So Rob hopped on that, and I don't even know how he cranked it out. Him and his and, wife, Mello. And, so, and he's going to be sent, yeah. yeah, and he's going to be sending yeah. the big one to Coco. He's gonna, gonna be sending to him. To, uh, Rob's yeah, Rob's mailing Coco that he's mailing Grant his like Grant hit him up the next day and he's like, "Yo, you got my bobblehead ready?" And then uh, Ben Green's <laughs> getting his and everything like that. So I love Balfour. I mean, they're all amazing. They're all so good. Like, but dude, the Balfour one for me is so fucking cool. Like the the font and everything. Oh, it's like, oh, it's just so cool, dude. Yeah, and that one's not I finished. See. That one's not finished. He's got to finish the base on that. So. Balfour gave him shit about that too. He's, you know, so he's got to finish that one up. 
I saw Balfour like walking around maybe, you know, 340, 330, 345 before the fans fest was over. He just was he just was walking yeah. around. You know, because he just like wanted yeah, to cool. see it, you know, yeah. wanted he to take a picture. Out. I, I remember I think I saw um I saw uh 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 Jen Jen truly she was out there and she was like oh my god oh my god and I was like just go up just go up and talk to him. Yeah. She's like, I can't. I can't talk to him. I'm like, he's just he's just walking around the fans fest like anyone else. Go up and talk to him, you know? Like people like, yeah. oh. you know? Oh, well, like he, everybody he made, everybody was having that lemonade. Yeah, were... And then he, huh? he took a picture at Will Cruz's booth with the John Fisher clown, yeah. and he was like putting the drink up to John Fisher's mouth. <laughs> Dude, Balfour's so great, man. He's so hilarious. Hey, well, so yeah. I know you guys got a meeting in like eight minutes. Is there anything you guys oh, want to? If you guys want to wrap it up, Ooh, I want like anything you guys. I want to ask. I want to ask one question. You get in there. Get yeah. in. This has been extremely positive, an extremely positive pod. Uh, but if you guys have like seven or eight minutes, uh, I want to ask about that mega tweet thread you sent about oh, about about MLB suing you and all this other junk like. What what yeah. can you tell us about that? I've I've heard I've heard some 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 things through the grapevine about that, but what 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 the heck was yeah. all that about? MLB suing last eye bar? What's going on? Yeah, no, so they, yeah, they didn't sue us, but no, um, yeah, I saw the tweet from Cavill, and I just was disgusted with that line in there that said, "This year we're going to be celebrating fifty five years of Oakland history." And then looking at the murals and knowing what dude, the murals was mean so, to me. That was such a bad mural. Dude, I could have done that on Photoshop. Like, uh, I, like literally, that was zero it was, effort. No, no, no. All no those effort. pictures, you know, the, the painted mural uh, behind home plate, uh, you know, uh, the, the ramps, the two ramps behind home plate. Yeah. If, if you're yeah, going back up to the vending room, you guys yeah. all know where the vending yeah. room yeah. is, right? You know, when you're yeah, going yeah. back up to the oh, vending room. Between the first and uh, second deck. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they just picked. They just picked like you know one third of those photos. Those are all photos from that. Just they green background, A's logo okay. in there. Boom! Crazy that was tweet. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave Cavill says, "Oh, we're so excited to present this uh, banner. We're going to be celebrating 50 years plus yeah. A's bullshit." Blah blah. Okay, so then yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, so I read that and instantly it struck a chord with me, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, motherfucker!" I'm like, "And what we've been doing with last uh, time?" Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Brian did all of this. Without talking to me, oh yeah, but I fully support it. Like he, <laughs> like, he was already, he was already like eight tweets in before I figured out what the fuck he was doing, and I was like, well, whatever, <laughs> like, let him go. Yeah, this was all me. I didn't, I didn't consult, I didn't consult with my boss. Um, and so yeah, I, I, I was like, that's it, dude. That's it. I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm letting this shit out. Like when the stuff went down with them, we took the high road and didn't mention anything because we were still doing stuff. Our commercial was still on the air. And it's like, we were still going to the games and we everything. Be, so it was We like, wanted to be good boys. We wanted to do stuff like this. Like we wanted to work with them. We were, yeah, we were yeah. having Dude, fun. Literally a year ago like, or cool two years shit. ago. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. What was it? Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, so I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to just pick a few. I'm going to pick a few and then just show them like, show them like, Hey, <laughs> you remember this? You remember this? Yeah, people don't know about this, but this is who you guys really are. You know what I mean? This is what you guys did with us. And so basically what happened, we filed for federal trademarks so we could protect our, our business name, right? Baseball's last sidebar. So we went out. And so in the final 30 days of filing, 
uh, MLB was notified because the word baseball is in, in our filing. And so it automatically, uh, lawyers get contacted from MLB. Hey, review this. Are you guys okay with this? We're about to, you know, uh, we're about to sign these guys as federal trademark. And so, uh, a lawyer by the name of Chanel Latimer, shout out to Chanel. Yeah, she basically emailed us she's and it was great. a long fucking email. And it basically, uh, said, you know, we want to reach out to you. We have some concerns. So instantly I knew what it was. So did Paul. And so I emailed right away and, you know, said, yeah, we are totally open to talking and we will work with you guys no matter what, you know, and everything. So who turned she out they about? major league baseball? MLB, she's MLB, a yeah, lawyer she's MLB for MLB, MLB. New York. Okay, okay. So there's three additional lawyers that were on there as like viewers, but she was the one handling the case. And so basically we talked to her and everything. And she basically said, we, you know, we, we saw your site. We saw who you were and what you guys do with your proceeds and everything that you, you know, are. And they went and looked at our Instagram and everything. And yep. so they saw all the work we were doing. And like, so they reached out to A's Legal and say, hey, is this for real? Are these guys real? And A's Legal was like, oh, yeah, we love them. Yeah, please work with them. So then she comes back and she's like, yeah, A's Legal wants to work with you guys. Here are the, there was eight designs, right? He had a line in there somewhere where it was like normally i just shut you guys down yeah but yeah people like you so we're gonna work with you which we were exactly. like oh, i assume give me an a was was numero that was one uno. of them that was yeah, one so that was, yeah. we really like this how guy we really like this how guy yeah <laughs> I remember when you guys made that for me and i was like uh you just putting the ace logo in there huh okay yeah. you know all so, right <laughs> So in the paperwork, in the paperwork, there was eight designs, seven of which uh, were what they call trade dress, where it's not a direct trademark violation. But what it is, is being of who we are and how we market ourselves and the context of the design that combined is a violation and suggests that you're basically making something too close to the official trademark and the official logos. There was one that was pictured that was a trademark violation. That was a Stephen Vogt design. And then there was other ones additionally that we were verbally discussing on the phone, going through the website together. So there was like 12 or 13 designs, right? Another one was a trademark violation. So every single one that they identified was ones that we were working on with the ACE. Like the trade, every, the one trademark. Every one, single one. That's every insane. single one of them. The direct they used, trademark they, violation. They used the give me an A on my on cutout. cutout. Yep. On yep. my cutout for... For, uh, yeah, because I was all worried about that, and then all of a sudden I see they use it for the cut, the the big cut, the big cutout during COVID. They just plopped plopped your fucking design on there. I was like, well, I guess they're okay with it. Yeah, and so there was a bunch of stuff because we had such a close relationship with them, and we would do so much like work with the broadcast team, both uh, TV and radio, um, in game in game stuff and everything like that. And so like we had a direct line with Catherine Aker. Yeah, like we literally had a direct line with her, Parker Preston, and stuff like that. Yep. And so, basically, and whenever you call that that phone call, this phone yeah, just starts so going like sulfur. Instantly, huh? yeah. So instantly, <laughs> inst yeah, instantly. So, I, so I, I came back. So we we talked on the phone, obviously. And so I said, you know, um, I, I want to, you know, bring something to your attention. This trademark violation, which is like that's it, you're shut down. This was commissioned, and this was completely initiated by the Oakland A's. I have 
Uh, and so I had to show all the fucking communications with that and say, look, they're reaching out to us. They approved every step of the way, even had us make edits and had us do this. And look, here's pictures of it in the in the private uh, like green room that they have on cupcakes and cakes and presents and all this shit. And that, dude, that so street slimy. design, they're trying to turn it back on you guys. That's yeah, so that street slimy, design. Dude. Dude, that street design, right? That was that was presented. So when the players walked into their their hotel rooms, they had a gift basket from Last Ivar of all these street things, the T-shirt, and they all wore it to their little event and everything like that. And we were invited. Uh, you guys were like that, their that marketing product. department. How you much did like they pay you for that kind of stuff? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look back at it. We uh, we did send I mean, them an invoice, but the invoice yeah. was only for the physical things. Like we didn't charge them yeah, for the design. At cost. Or- at cost. Yes, at cost. Yeah. And then the Ray Fossey. So that's in that what picture, got you in there's trouble. four. So with MLB. Well, yeah. So in, in the in the picture, there's four yellow boxes. That was for fucking Ray Fossey, dead Ray Fossey's fucking widow and his family. And they had a we did these metal print signs for him, and they got the whole like set of stuff of we love you, Ray. And so like it's crazy. So and then I didn't even post this, but I got DMs from Catherine Aker saying. I reviewed your website. And this is before MLB. I reviewed your website. I love what you guys do. And I want to figure out how to get you in here selling and being featured as our community partner selling your stuff. And so they wanted you to the sell entire stuff at time. Terminal. Well, no, at the Coliseum. Already. The Coliseum. But, but yeah, yeah. At the Coliseum. Howard Terminal was was our like dream. But yeah. Uh, it was all yeah, our dream, man. They were trying. Yeah. They were uh they really wanted us, even even when I ran into Cavill, like even Cavill's like, oh, we're trying to get you guys in here to, to get a booth. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, they were yeah. coming to us. Oh, and so, <laughs> yeah. And so like, here's a trough before, in. So, so when MLB so, came after you, what did, what did, what did the A's do? Right. Did the A's just I, say, so, no, 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 communication. Sam. They stopped talking to us. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. So, so they did all this stuff. And so Nort, you'd think like, oh, don't worry. Catherine Aker's got our back. No problem. So, you called up. When did it? No, what, Catherine what Aker. Catherine Aker issued a death sentence. So internally, there was a memo sent to everybody: do not talk, speak, interact, mention anything. Last dive bar. When, period. They had physical signs posted up in the broadcast booth that said, "Do not show, mention, or talk." Last dive bar. They basically like cease and desist everything. Last dive bar. I had people on the radio telling me, like, what the fuck was is this? this? What's going on? And I'm showing them the email they, they from the fucking MLB saying, we, have, this? we yep. have, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We have instructed the Oakland A's to work with you. We love what you do. You're good for the A's. You're good for their brand. You're good for baseball. We're in twice. They sent communications to the A's saying, you need to work with Last Eye Bar. Zero communications. They didn't email us a single time. I emailed Catherine once and said, look, they're telling you to work with us. What's going on? Nothing. The next time I saw them was at that bullshit thing they had at Jack London Square, the Spirit Week, and they didn't even like, fucking look me in the eye. Like, they never knew me. And just the year before, we worked their entire fucking bingo night. We did all of that shit. Not a single thank you. Not a single social media mention. We created that fucking bingo night. And, and most of those, out of the fucking 12 bingo nights we had, or I don't know how many we had, we, I'm fucking taking down the chairs and setting up the fucking cards and shit. Yep. And then I got, and then I set my alarm because at six thirty I got to run down and go set up a whole fucking theme night. Yeah, days are. You know so what I mean? You, me, so you, me, you, me, both. And, and that thread, that me thread get, is me nothing. Me getting to the fucking, me getting to fucking, uh, 
Hey, going to that, fucking... thread is, that thread is nothing, bro. Yeah, we had to delete. We had to delete over 400 posts. That's how much interaction we had with the A's and all these designs and the can't and not they're not just designs. So I want to be I want to be clear. They they shut off they shut off communication with you before they decided we're going to before they announced we're going to Vegas. So they cut it off yes. in oh, like yeah. Hell January yeah. and they made the Vegas announcement in April. Basically, See, guys, I got I. I think they knew. I think they knew. I think. I think they they, they may have known. April. They may have known, but like like. We got con- when did we get contact? Was that October or November by MLB? Uh, it was like October, wasn't it? You should have yeah, known, like dude. And then and then we had a like a deadline, and we meet that we we beat that deadline we by like months. The yeah, and because yeah. uh, we wanted the approval before the regular season started, and we got um, in, and so we got, and we got jerks. It. They're, They're jerks. fucking jerks. They're jerks. They're fucking yeah. jerks. They're fucking jerks. Even if they knew that, even if they knew that, yeah. Even if they knew that, why, why say no more contact? Yo, it gets, why? it gets so fucking deep, dude. It gets so deep in the weeds. You had no, you have no idea. So like Catherine thought what the fuck Brian.com was the same company as last dive bar and the same company as the 68. Like she was so confused. Yeah. So there's a key reason why all this shit happened. Travis LaDolce left the marketing and PR team. The minute he left, they were fucking clueless and had no idea the the pulse of the fan base. They didn't know anybody because Catherine Aker was running the show with with everybody she placed after. But Travis is amazing. 17, fucking 20 years working there. And he was an A's fan since he was a kid. Right. He left to go to the Giants in 2019. So he left right when this shit was about to hit the wall right a lot of people left dude, a lot of people COVID left the, yeah dude like dude do you remember like 2019 going into remember the guys the, Kyle Skinner left it was so good guys, so, yeah. you know guys I mean? 20 2019 yeah. 2019 that was the uh, end that was the 2019 end. <laughs> after 2019 post 2019 every single fucking game i'd have to go to the fucking the restaurant supply store to to dude, you to, know to, to just mean, fill up my goddamn don't you guys yeah, have like a they just Don't didn't give a, a shit. They didn't give a <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know how many times I told you know how many times I told Catherine Aker if if there's anything that we're doing that's not like you know like not like with the rules, let us know. Text me, email us, anything. We'll change it. They knew how willing we were to do this because of how passionate we were with what we we're doing. You know what I mean? And not once did she say shit. It was the MLB that fucking had to tell us and work with us to correct the things that they completely fucked up and led us astray. I mean, you know like, what I mean, because we were under the impression we were doing the right thing. You know, all that is understandable. You know, like you know, some lawyers aren't talking to other lawyers. You know, they're out there in New York. You know, everybody doesn't have the time of day to you know spend a bunch of hours telling the other lawyers out in New York, hey, these guys are cool. But the thing that the thing that just drives me up the wall is that when it happened, they didn't just say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You you guys are cool. You guys are cool. You know, Catherine Aker didn't get on the phone with New York and say, no, 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 they're, they're cool. They're cool. They're cool. What she did was for some reason at the moment when, you know, all that all that goodwill that you'd built up for years, you know, mm-hmm. came due, she just went the opposite way. And she said, yeah. oh, the way that, you know what? I don't have time for this. Dude, I don't have time to deal Fisher. with this. I, I, I gotta, I gotta go start. I gotta go start meeting with, you know, I gotta go start, you know, flying to Las Vegas every weekend to meet with community organizations there to lie to their faces. I don't got time to lie to these jokers' faces anymore. So you know what? Just don't talk to them anymore. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pretty hurtful. But you know what? So that 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 tweet was just like, you know what, motherfuckers, fuck you. You guys fucked with us. You guys, you know, were vindictive. You guys did what you did. So you know what? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let a little bit of shit out. And don't worry, there's gonna be there's gonna be stories and everything. We have people lined up that want to basically talk about all these things. We got receipts for motherfucking days. I got all the DMs. I got all the emails. I got all and, uh, the text messages. On uh, the documentary crew, we get into a little more detail with it. Yeah. Well, dude, I don't want to. The keep documentary you guys. is going to be sixty hours long. It is. <laughs> it is going to be sixty hours. I think they're That's just funny. filming. Sometimes I, I talk to them and I go, I go. Well, there's, there's no way. Even if this documentary is three hours long, there's no way this is going to make it. But yeah. hey, what yeah. time is it? We got to go. Don't I was going to say yeah, we got a go. meeting right now, right? Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, Brian Johansson, Paul Bailey. Make sure to go follow them at Last Dive Bar. Check out all their gear at lastdivebar.com. Go buy a poster, everybody. Everybody. Go buy one of these. Dude, they got everything. Go buy They got everything go more. I want to do a before and after, dude. I remember before, like, two of those things were pretty much empty. So I'm going to do a before and after a shot of your your wall, dude. Yeah, from uh, <laughs> from from yeah. last time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I got something I need to put up there. All right. Thank you, guys. Al, we'll see you in the next meeting, huh? <laughs> Yeah, Hal, you gonna wear that? You gonna right, wear that? Alex, I am so hot. I am <laughs> All right. Sweating. I cannot wait for this this podcast to be over. <laughs> yeah, Alex, you're coming to the boycott, right? Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back for opening day. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll All see right, y'all sure. there. All right, guys, All right. have a great we'll night. Talk to you soon. Win on the Peace. <laughs>